Hello. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Kate Elizabeth, and it is time for Know Your News Live. My guest is somebody that I'm very familiar with, that if you're watching this channel and you follow along, you're probably very familiar with the king of the wave, our dear own John Alva. John, how are you? You talk me up so nicely, and then you just <laughs> kill it. You kill it with that. You could have been like, hey, he's the host of Out of Bounds on the Know Your News Network. Or you could have said the extreme life of Matt Hardy, but instead you say the purveyor of the wave and that that don't fly. Well, uh, Jimmy, this is normally his ship to run and mm. I had to fill in for him today. So we're not going to follow the normal format. We are just going to talk for an hour about the wave and why it's the greatest uh -huh. thing to happen in professional sports. So. Well, uh, voice of God, <laughs> you can join on in then because I'm out. So. <laughs> uh, here's what is actually going to happen. We are not going to go rogue. We are going to keep the train on the tracks. I make shows go long enough anyway. We don't need to, to do that. But we're going to talk about the KYN7, the seven top news stories of the week that we've isolated that are stupid funny weird i'll get john's reactions we'll ask questions along the way it's gonna be fun and we do ask you guys to send in your super chats to get a question or statement read on air and if you don't want to donate through youtube or you're unable to catch the show live you can always support us at kynchat.com and leave a question question or statement there we'll read it on air you can leave it for the next one going into there but we are going to start off with story number seven, reported by the smoking gun of a 31-year-old man out of Central California named Dominic Salazar. He was arrested for drunken disorderly conduct and domestic battery, among other charges. It brought him down to county lockup. And whether or not you knew the details of his charges or not, you could pretty easily figure out just by looking at him what he was in there for. Do you know what Mr. Salazar's appearance was like kind of a tip off here that made it easy to figure out his challenges, John. Any guesses? Did he do something? I see. Okay. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this man was inebriated and broken to a CVS to purchase just for men. And he just recently redid his entire facial hair. And it's very clearly poorly done. <laughs> no even that even though that would be a dead giveaway john would that's be. even too subtle for this guy he was dressed as a bottle of fireball cinnamon whiskey if you have the pictures joel uh oh. he he was arrested he might be dressed for men it's possible take a look at that it is extremely possible it is extremely possible that both scenarios are true though he looks like he's got like a clean shave going on so i think do you think, think that's a clean shave? Cleaner than an inebriated oh attempt goodness. with a razor. I feel like if he was drunk, there would have been like more chunks missing than like he needs to clean it up for sure. But I don't think that's a drunk shave attempt. <laughs> but I will say that he was arrested the day before Halloween. I guess he was getting started early. But this whiskey outfit, which retails for just $45, is intended for adults of a legal drinking age, according That's to it. the Fireball website. So probably not like the greatest 
a little bit of a giveaway. Yeah, a little bit of a, a tip off there. Did you have any uh like memorable Halloween costumes either as a kid or like any college age ones? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. No. Man, my most memorable costumes. Hmm. My buddy and I went as each other one year, and obviously you would have to know both of us in order to get that costume. But if you did, we got the mannerisms of one another down perfectly. So that was one of my favorites that I've done. I, I did go as an error. Was it four, the 404 error? <laughs> Where you come out mode? So I, I, I just took a white, co- uh, white T-shirt and I wrote error 404 costume cannot load. That was a pretty good one. That was pretty creative, I thought. That's fantastic. Yeah. Sometimes it's like the simplest ones that are clever. That what about that you? My favorite one from when I was little was my mom made me a crayon costume. That was probably my favorite one from when I was a kid. I was tickle me pink. I was yellow. I was a bright sunny yellow crayon. It would be um, a bright like a sunny, and especially when I was little, I was like platinum blonde. So I was just like mm-hmm. this little. Happy little uh, yellow moth. Oh, I the I still have I have a cheese grin all the time. But when I was little, just like like my eyes would shrink up. I was such a cheese <laughs> grinner. I believe that entirely. <laughs> but we will move along to story number six, reported by WOIO News. A father and son team out of Sagamore Hills, Ohio named Mike and Kyle Sherwood came up with a business idea designed to help people remember their loved ones with a unique memento from people who have passed away. This one's unique. It's a bit of a head scratcher. Do you know what the Sherwoods came up with as their memento to remember your loved ones? Is it like a piece of their scalp (laughs) or their hair? That's what I would envision it to be. Something along that line. I wish you were further off base than you are. Okay. (laughs) They preserve people's tattoos after they've passed and turned them into artwork, which is like the creepiest thing. Joel, can you pull up uh, what we've got there? So that's their literal skin. That's their literal skin. So the Sherwoods are second and third generation morticians. We should clarify. So they like, in a way, know what they're... Okay. Yeah, like in a creepy way, I kind of know what they're doing, but they claim that they spent years developing this special process that helps preserve people's tattoos. They send kits to funeral homes that show embalmers how to remove the actual skin and tattoo and ship it to them to go through the preservation process. There's like an odd wholesomeness to this, but it's also absolutely horrifying at the same time. Yeah, like I... Of all the things about someone that I would want to keep, like, don't you feel like if you want to keep someone's tattoo that bad, wouldn't you get like a tribute tattoo instead or something like that? Tattoo, right? Is like, oh, it's going to live forever on you. So this is literally living forever as far as you do this. But the whole skinning process, it it's obviously a very morbid story. There's something particularly morbid about that. But I, I get the sentiment. I get the sentiment, but it, it's a bit much for me. Yeah, I feel like uh, that would not evoke like any sentimentality in me. I would be like that. Somebody's skin. Yeah. Who passed I think, away. I think, 
on the surface you're like oh that's a tattoo but then you're like oh wait a minute there's human skin underneath that tattoo. that's, that's what it is it's like the the artwork would not be powerful enough to <laughs> right exactly exactly i don't think dolly was drawing these tattoos or anything of that nature <laughs> you don't have any tattoos right i don't i plan on getting my first one actually relatively soon waiting for a couple circumstances to clear before I do that. But I do plan on getting a, a song lyric tattooed on me. Do you have any tattoos? I do. I have this one that says, as time goes to infinity, which that was the inscription on my parents' wedding rings. Mm -hmm. And it's how they like sign all their cards to me and my sister. Oh so my, my sister God, and I got this. That's nice sentiment. It's cute, right? I still, after I pass away, don't want anybody framing it. <laughs> but... Uh... <laughs> My sister has it as the inscription, but like as the arrow infinity. Um, and then I have a wrestling inspired one that I can't show you because it's on the back of my neck, but uh, a CM Punk PMA tattoo inspired deal. So um, I'll forever be thankful for the PMA <laughs> part of it. But uh, and of course, that's like rooted in, in punk music, too. But um like, yeah. So I have those two. I want a million more, but I don't want any of them hanging on anybody's walls ever. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, no thanks. Hard pass. But what we do want is you guys sending in your super chats if you have a question or statement that you can get read on air. Or again, if you can't do it live, feel free to go to kynchat.com, leave a contribution or questions or statements for next week. But we will roll along into story number five, which was reported by KTVQ News. Uh, an unnamed man broke into an office building in Billings, Montana, and spotted a set of car keys. So he decided to take the keys, was going to take himself out for a little spin, went back outside and stole a 2022 Kia Sportage, which, why are you stealing a Kia? But that belonged to a company. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't get very far and was spotted pretty quickly do you know why this guy got caught so fast huh he is it one of those things where like the key was trackable or something like that it wasn't i see what i appreciate about you john is like you try to assume that people have at least like a basic understanding of no, like listen, that I they were smart in these situations in life and it's assumed that everyone's stupid so when they prove otherwise you're surprised <laughs> that's a very very good call but you didn't go dumb enough for this one the car belonged to mix 97 point font 97.1 radio and was wrapped in a giant pink version oh, okay of their <laughs> logo mm. uh Joel, do we have a picture of that? But for whatever reason, he decided to steal a bright pink and white Kia belonging to Mix 97.1. We're going to notice the bright pink car gone. Yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah, and also, like, radio stations of anywhere have resources. I feel like that would be able to very quickly, like, help trap things down. Oh, man. I don't know. Viable, right? I, I used to draw drive marked news vans all the time and everyone's like oh look it's the blah 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 news van uh, someone's getting in trouble that was uh, that was always the thing ah who are you here to get in trouble uh yes sir. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> meanwhile in this case it's the guy driving it who will be the one getting in trouble it's true it's true and a woman spotted him about 25 miles from the station 
walking around the car and kicking the tires. So she called the police. Hmm. So just not even helping himself out on the behavioral side, but he was arrested. But get this, he was released from jail in Billings, Montana, because it's too full. The jail was too full. Oh. So full that like a Grand Theft Auto situation, I guess, couldn't even keep them at bay. There's probably like one jail in Billings, Montana. So with all due respect to those who listen to us from Billings, Montana, I'm sure there's likely not all that many public prisons. So it's <laughs> filling up quickly and there's less leeway to commit Grand Theft Auto. When you were in news, did you ever get to like, how often were you riding in a marked van? All the time. I drove a marked van. All the time? You yep. drove it? Did you have to get a special license for oh, it? Okay, now hold on a minute here. People, they, uh, the news, like they, they have their news crews and their vans. Uh, no, I'm measly John driving a news car that's wrapped all the time. When I was in New England at Ma and Pa R Us station, that had these tiny little Subarus that would break down every single day. You'd get stuck 50 miles away from the station in your news car. People are honking, waving as you're on the side of the road trying to change a tire. There's nothing glorious about this. The only beauty of a wrapped car is that sometimes you get to make your own parking spot. That's about it. That's not a bad perk, but does not sound like it was worth the trouble. But Not at all. At least yours never got stolen, right? That's a benefit, no, I guess. <laughs> so we will move along to story number four. This was posted on Facebook by the Marion County Sheriff in Ocala, Florida. Ocala. In Ocala. See, I knew somebody that spent some time in Florida could help me out here. But early one morning, and I know it's nuts to think that there'd be a crazy news story coming out of Florida. So, but early one morning. I, for one, am shocked. <laughs> I am stunned that this came out of Florida. A deputy observed a vehicle driving near the interstate with its hazard lights on. And upon further inspection, the deputy knew he had to conduct a traffic stop. Not drinking and driving. John, do you know why this guy had to pull this driver over? Well, I do know it is very illegal to drive with your hazards on in Florida. So that alone would be a reason for him to pull him over. Now, Ocala is the equestrian capital of the world. So I'm hoping that this story has something to do with horses, but I'm curious as to what it was. What was the reasoning for Florida man being pulled over? Okay. First of all, just loving that you had like additional context to bring to yes. this story with the equestrian angle. And now I'm almost disappointed because <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> Both the driver's side tires were gone and he was just driving on his rims. Do we have a clip, Joel? You, do you know that you've been driving on the uh, the rim of your car here? Yeah, unfortunately, that's my only way to go. Did, did, you, did you get in a car accident? I, I hit a curb. That feels really, really, really weird. I hit a curb. And, uh, I guess I, I hit the curb kind of hard, but I wouldn't have expected the... Uh, driving on his rims drive it on his rims the driver's name was and i apologize to anybody who's hispanic for butchering this in advance but his name was andres orjuela montealegra i'm gonna go with that he said that someone had put a curse on him and he hit a curb 
just a little hard. He said the damage was paranormal activity and he eventually threatened violence on the deputy and resisted oh. arrest. He was oh. arrested and faces a whole bunch of charges. I guess it is spooky season. Like maybe a ghost popped his tires. Maybe but... a horse popped his tires. Just think about this. Maybe a ghost horse popped his tires. It could have been a ghost horse because he wouldn't see it then. And exactly. Seriously, hit a curb. Yeah, that sounds pretty Florida to me. That's <laughs> that all tracks. You'd truly be amazed just how many of the stereotypes in Florida are accurate. Ocala, it's about an hour, 20 minutes northish of Orlando, I'd say. It's one of the more affluent areas in Florida. So to see a story like this alleging paranormal activity resulting in tires disappearing is somewhat strange for Ocala, but nonetheless uh, tracks for Florida. That does that does seem like it tracks. Have you ever done the like your name Florida man thing? Mine. Oh, uh, yes, I have done it. I don't recall what mine came up, but yeah, uh, you can very easily pull up something like that, and all of that very much. Again, these these are true stereotypes about Florida. There's just insane things, especially being in a newsroom. You'd hear on the police scanner some of the stuff that would come over, and you're just like. That is crazy. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, mm -hmm. like you're just in the newsroom and hearing all the things that cops oh, were done. Insane. Insane. And we would encourage you to type in your first name and Florida man and send in a KYN chat yes. next week. Let us know. See, right here. We even got a fancy little graphic for you. KYNchat.com. Florida man yourself, as the kids say. The kids don't say that, but I'm saying that. Send in your stories that come up because uh, those are always pretty entertaining. I'm not going to lie. Those are pretty fun. So we will move right along to story number three, which is reported by the Irish News. A 30 So it's not just Florida and America. It's nice to, to expand and know that people are strange little weirdos internationally as well. Like this 37-year-old mom out of Ireland named Kay Stewart, who spent an evening trying to potty train her two-year-old daughter named Harper at their home. She decided to leave the little girl alone to do her business. They were making progress here, but then Harper started to scream for her. John, what do you think happened? Something came up through the toilet. Ooh, I like where your head... See, we have some, like, we have a ghost horse. Like, this would be... If we were ahead of spooky season for like some... Irish gators or anything like that. But something came up through the toilet. <laughs> We do uh, have a picture here, but uh, she got her head stuck in the toilet seat. Like the toilet seat was around her neck. This picture comes in courtesy of Tyne and Wear Fire and the Rescue Service team. Oh my goodness. Unfortunately, Miss Stewart couldn't get the seat off by herself, so she had no choice. Uh, her other daughter called the fire department while this was all going on and they showed up and got the seat off of her. No harm done. She was perfectly okay. Minus the embarrassment. But if you're the mom in this situation, John, are you calling 911 like off the bat or are you exhausting all of your resources? Cause you just don't. I'd see if someone I knew was a little handy. Now, if the girl was in trouble, if she was like in danger of something happening, then you're calling 911. But I'd be like, Hey, Phil next door. Do you got a couple wrenches or something that i could pop this thing off or whatever it may be where i'm at 
That's I mean, where I'm at. Because I feel like the toilet seat is pretty easy to get off, but it's also yeah. like a little kid's neck, so you don't want to do damage. Maybe sure. you do want professional. Well, I mean, the girl's two years old, we said, right? So she's probably not going to remember this down the line. That's a good point. So the embarrassment factor isn't really there for me when making this decision. So maybe maybe you are. I, I would just take like a lightsaber and just chop the whole thing off and no. just be like, you're good. Because, you know, I, I go to lightsabers R Us and I just... Of course. Around and, yeah. Hugely now, popular, popular chain in Ireland as well. Yes, yeah. That's where they filmed some of the Star Wars movies. But yeah, so I, I'm... I, I think I'd probably ask the neighbor first, but if it's like a dire situation and if this girl's screaming, then maybe it's different. So I guess what? So she just like wanted to take a peek in the toilet and just like got her head stuck, right? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, all right. I missed that part of like potty training course of the like, make sure the toilet is clear. Yeah. Super up close. Have you, did you ever as a little kid get like stuck or caught anywhere? I'm trying to think if I did. Um, so I've, I've been told this, I don't recall this. I, I was about seven months old, I guess. And I was a climber, eight months old, maybe. And I was in my crib and, you know, babies got those, them thick thighs, right? <laughs> and I guess I was trying to climb my crib and my leg got stuck in the crib, like the, the railings, my leg got stuck in it. So I guess I was just kind of like dangling inside the crib and they had to lube me on up out of there. So <laughs> what about you? I can't remember a situation where I ever got caught. I remember I got locked in. Was it my sister? One of us got locked in um, like our childhood, like our playroom where we would like play with all of our toys and Barbies, which was the nursery when we were little and I remember I, like, just fooling around, managed to, like, cut the string of whatever, like, with scissors, just put it through a lock, like, joking around, and it ended up being the thing that got my, I think it was my sister was locked in there, and I got her out of the room, but no. I don't I'm have, like, here. I know I was, like, very accidentally resourceful in that situation, <laughs> but I don't have, like, a classic, I don't think of, like, my arm got stuck and I needed to, like, put butter my around it. got a light bright piece stuck up her nose. That's oh a- no yeah that was bad that's not great that's an er trip right like you don't have a choice uh, yeah correct oh my gosh and now she's bright married young lady you just and i'm single as hell so. <laughs> <laughs> guys get in your kyn chats if you want to shoot your shot with john alba yeah uh- <laughs> we appreciate you guys watching along and we appreciate this next story uh, that comes to us from Fox 5 News. Uh, a woman in Baltimore, Maryland named Brooke Wozniak ordered a prop casket from Facebook Marketplace for her family's annual Halloween party. When they opened it, they found something they weren't expecting. John, do you have any guesses what they, they might got, They got some sort of a dead body. I don't know if it was an animal body or human body or whatever it was. They got some sort of a dead body in there. <laughs> You are correct. It had personal items inside belonging to a woman who had passed away, including her ashes. We have video courtesy of Brooke Wozniak that comes from TikTok. We just bought a real casket and huh? I'm your own video. What was, in, video. what was in the casket, mom? Um, ashes of Edith 
cruise. This is the burial transit to get. This is what she got laid out in the funeral home. And there's her picture. We right. got her picture, her death certificate. Her picture, what she was her buried in. Band from George Washington's. Poor Edith. Oh my goodness. Poor Edith, indeed. Yeah. Her name was Edith Cruz Meredy. Her granddaughter saw the TikTok video and told her mom. Apparently, the family had only rented the casket because she was cremated. And the funeral owner claims that they sent multiple caskets to a scrap metal business for destruction. Obviously, someone decided to sell them instead. And there's an investigation going on. If you're the one who, like, copped these caskets... How do you think selling them on Facebook is a wise idea and especially like not doing just the most cursory, blatant look into them? I know. Facebook Marketplace is a crazy place, though. It is. And I've used Facebook Marketplace to get rid of furniture on a whim. And the people that I'd get responses from were shady, to say the least. And they'd slide into them DMs and be like, hey, where are you selling? And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I believe anything can go down on Facebook Marketplace. It's where everything's made up and the points don't matter. That's a very fair point. I have had some great Facebook Marketplace. That's great. Yeah. Well, I also like. I very... don't Florida Marketplace. Yeah, that's not great for you. That's not great. North Jersey, it's a lot of people like that have too much money trying to get rid of stuff for next to nothing. But there's also like very specific circumstances where I'll pick something. I'm like, we're doing porch pickup only. I'm not like coming into your house. There's only certain things I'll look for. People will sell weird stuff. And I'm like, Facebook marketplace is like only moderately more well-regulated than Craigslist. And there's significantly more people selling stuff on there. So I'm always like very, very careful. But yeah, it is it is kind of a hellhole over there. You just never know what you're going to get. <laughs> I would agree with that sentiment, Kate. <laughs> so we move along to our number one story, the top story reported by the National Scott. Residents of a village located in Aberdeenshire area of Scotland are being forced to install tamper-proof spines, spines, signs to combat thieves who keep stealing the signs, which welcome travelers to the village. Do you know what it is about these signs that are prompting people to take them? They have ghost horses. That's a very good <laughs> guess. It is off base, but I applaud you for for ghost horses. So they're stealing. People are just coming into this village and stealing signs. That's what you're saying here. The same type of sign repeatedly. Yes. The same. Huh. So I would assume then there's some sort of error on the sign that is encouraging people to take them. Like there's a misprint on the sign or something. It is. Not a misprint on the side, but I will tell you that they have the name of the village on the signs, and the name of the village is Cockbridge. <laughs> we have pictures of the signs here. Uh, I mean, you're if you name your town that, I think you gotta kind of be prepared for such a thing. But yeah, town got notoriety because a radio host did not help the situation. Terry Wogan would regularly make jokes about the name of the village because, of course, not only do people steal these signs, but as you can see in the pictures here, people put stickers on them, like, send nudes. Of course they're going to do this. If you were a teenager, even 
within I think a 20 mile radius of this place that would you're just asking for something nefarious but it's not the only town in Aberdeen, Aberdeenshire, Aberdeenshire dealing with this problem other villages include backside and broken wind and are mm. also the regular butt of the jokes John Alba I get that yeah yeah I get that um I do love my favorite my favorite Paul Simon song Cockbridge over troubled water uh, <laughs> so I I might steal that too just in in order of honoring my favorite music yeah that is insane wow that is I mean, Cockbridge is a tough one like they're like guys listen we gotta find a way to get tourists to come here <laughs> and I know this is crazy but my 13 year old granddaughter told me about this thing called memes and <laughs> go on and I <laughs> do tell and I think I've got an idea Cockbridge Crushed it. I mean it sounds like it's working almost too well in yeah. that case but uh, did you ever steal a street sign or like do you have any identifiable ones in no. your neighborhood or growing well, up I don't I I did pass a sign recently in South Jersey that for it's a street sign and the street is called No Name Street, which That's I thought awesome. is, it literally says No Name Street. That's like the least creative guy ever. Yeah, that's what it's memorable, <laughs> right? It is memorable. I know my parents have a place called Street Road that's right by them, which I felt like also lazy, but I kind of respect it in the same way. They were like, we're going to go as generic as possible with that. But I'm trying to think, I know my sister was like, not in a severe way, a klepto, but she would like steal little things. And I think she either tried to or did steal, her name's Lydia, L-Y-D-I-A. And there was like a Lydia street that was around. There was a Jericho street that I wanted to steal a street sign from that I never did. But I feel like Jersey, because there are so many like we are very district in this wonderful state. There's got to be so many like situations for that because you drive like half a mile and you're in a new town all the time in Jersey here. Sure. I'm sure that must be like a rampant, a rampant problem. But that was our number one story for the day. We want to thank John Alba, who you can see on this very channel as he plugged earlier in the day, but you know what? I'm going to let John tell you all of the places he can that you can find him. He's working on a million different projects. So tell the people where they can find sure. him. Sure. Out of Bounds every single Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Know Your News Network. I'm the host of the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy, which drops every single Friday morning at 6 a.m. ExtremeHardy.com and whenever you, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, the host of Strictly Business with Eric Bischoff, which will be dropping publicly wherever you get your podcasts as well. And uh, what else do I do? Uh, I've got the album Media School, my training school, my consulting program for anyone who's an aspiring media professional on any side of the camera. I've got you on that. And uh, on Patreon, WrestlingAccordingToAlba.com. So plenty of opportunities yeah. to find more about John Elwood. I'm single. So. And he's single. <laughs> Shoot your shot at kynchat.com and we will give you his personal phone number. No, I'm just kidding. But oh, really now? You, go can find me, you can find me at Cockbridge. I'll be there. 
I was, you know, you took the joke right away from me. I was going to say, go to the Alba Media School. You're going to learn so many valuable things. And one day, maybe you too can sit on a show where you are talking about Cockbridge Scotland. You. If, you, you. if you work hard and are kind to people, you can too be in such a prominent spot as this. But John, we thank you so much. Go support John. His Twitter handle, at John Alba right there. So many ways you can find out more about John and support him. You can follow me at Miss Kate Faith. You can find me all over Fightful YouTube doing the NXT Post Show Tuesdays, AW Rampage and SmackDown on Fridays, as well as the Mark Order Podcast on Wednesdays. And darn it, you can catch me right on this channel as well doing Get the Flick Out of Here. Uh, it's coming into holiday season, so my poor co-host Alex is going to have to deal with some incredibly cringy, cringy, cringy Hallmark movies coming around the corner. We're going to try and get the weird Al Yankovic movie that just came out in this week if we can but we appreciate you so much for joining us please continue to support us at kynchat.com that'll do it for kyn live tune in next thursday at 3 p.m for more silliness that is totally real in this crazy world until then bye for now